welcome back to the Galatians podcast where me, Monica, and me, Lauren, talk about all the good things that God is doing throughout our lives, others' lives, and throughout the world. In today's episode, we are talking about the coronavirus and how God is at the center in this time of uncertainty. Yes, we are. So let's get into it. First off, I figured <laughs> I'd share a joke with everyone. Are you ready, Lauren? I'm so ready. I was born ready. All right. What kind of car does Jesus typically drive? I have no idea. A Chrysler. But um, Good joke, Boom. Monica. That was, good joke. That was good. For sure. That was good. Yeah. yeah. We just started off. Yes. Anyways, actually diving into this, um, a couple things that we want to say before we get started is that it is March 21st, 2020. So whenever you guys actually end up listening to this, that might change what we're talking about and how relevant all this information is. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Also, we are currently in Colorado and I know location kind of depends or kind of changes some of the information as well so just a couple facts and then finally we are not doctors nor should we be doctors so you any do of our medical facts doctor. absolutely not so if you're coming to hear medical facts and scientific things about this virus you will not find that we're just focusing on kind of keeping faith during this time and um yeah with that let's get started yeah, so it's the time we've all been waiting for, you know, mm-hmm. got quarantine. <laughs> so, Lauren, what have you been doing to stay busy during this um, time of self-distancing? You know, well, it's actually still our spring break here where we are in Colorado. Um, so luckily it hasn't been super weird yet. We haven't had to deal with online school quite yet, but that will start Monday, which not sure how to feel about that. Yeah. But um yeah, it didn't really super pick up until I think early last week, early this week, when it came to our county and things started kind of picking up and they enforced the self-quarantine. But we have left our house to get like groceries and last night we went to pick up dinner, but you can't eat at restaurants anymore, which is really sad. Um, but, you know, we've been doing random projects. Me and my sister actually have been painting little pots to put like succulents in since spring is coming. I think yesterday was the official first day of spring if i'm not no, thursday wrong. Two, wait thursday was it two days ago thursday because that yeah. was like our first march snow too yes yep so kind of ironic but um yeah so that's been a fun it's little project just, yeah exactly just trying to get things to do so we're not bored out of our mind yet <laughs> what yeah. about you guys well speaking of online school my brother was telling me a couple weeks ago that apparently there's people you can hire from like Craigslist that can do <laughs> online classes for you and usually kids just use this like over the summer when they have to take an online summer school but oh my gosh I'm like hey maybe I'll uh, look into that for yeah for real usually I don't like doubt it you can find dollars or something per class that they have you oh my do. gosh so you can find pretty much anything online that, but it's an idea since I'm not yeah motivated at all to do online school hey, a way to make money if you have all this time and you're really good at homework and want to do more than you already have. Not sure why you would want to do that, but hey, you never know. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else has been going on? Hand sanitizer shortage? Everything is out of 
yep pretty much everything is out of stock everywhere yep. and i was i was watching the news a couple days ago and just talking about how distilleries like for whiskey and stuff have been starting to make their own hand sanitizer with wow. like the alcohol so you know if you run out of hand hand sanitizer go make sure to hit up your nearest distillery. your local distillery <laughs> that's funny um i've washed my hands so much that now they are dry and cracking which yeah. is fun last night we were facetiming and she was talking about how her hands just started gushing blood <laughs> because they were so dry so that's fun yep very fun one of the joyous parts of this whole safety measures that we're taking in order to not get this virus for sure I feel like there's so many things that you don't think of until you're in the moment Mm -hmm. like you're like oh I'll just wash my hands more or wait yeah that makes my hands really dry like there's just so many causes and effects to stuff like this that you don't definitely it's kind of like like I would never have thought of toilet paper being the like number one thing (laughs) people would go to in this very true it's kind of like when you get a cold and you really realize how you take for granted actually being able to breathe out of your nose. <laughs> Very similar. Yes, for sure. <laughs> you were telling me the other, the other day about, like, you know, how the stock market's been kind of iffy lately. And you were saying that they're, like, while well, everybody else was, I don't know, you tell the story. I can't remember. Oh, yes. The only, so when the stock market crashed, the only, um, I guess, like, stock that was actually staying in in fact going up and not crashing was this like respiratory health company (laughs) so that's where we're at that was a couple weeks ago I think they're starting to get a little bit better if I'm not wrong lucky for that guy that's good Mm -hmm. I mean this has brought some very interesting makeshift ways of being entertained you know yeah it's been it's been interesting. It's been a spring break for the books for sure. I mm-hmm. saw this thing on Pinterest the other day, and it was this. I don't. I think it might have been like a tweet or something. And it was saying how when you realize that you're living in a future history class. <laughs> Very true. I think it's so important to like journal during this time because this is really going to end up being history, no matter when it gets over. If it's next week or two months from now I mean it's gonna be kind of one for the books so I would definitely recommend like journaling and just because it's gonna be cool to show our future kids and grandkids just kind of the time period that we lived through so yeah that's definitely something I didn't really think about before yeah for sure we're just in high school but I mean I'd love to you know remember these times because they don't happen you know every day and while they're (laughs) not necessarily positive they still impact mm-hmm. us a lot. So, yeah. Anyway, so now to the panic. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of crazy how so many people are looking to the media and to the press and to the news and to the statistics for answers. And I feel like mm-hmm. that just installs more fear into people through this time when really they, what they're searching for is peace. <laughs> Definitely. It's kind of ironic I don't even know if that's the right word just people are looking for this hope in the media which is anything but hope at this moment and you know there's all these crazy statistics and um just things trying to get us to be scared which I mean we shouldn't discredit the fact that people have died and it's been a hard time for a lot of people and a lot of families but at the same time like it's not going to do any good to just dwell on the negatives 
Yeah, I feel like that's one thing that I've been looking at this year is, like, gratitude and how important it is to look at the things that we're thankful for. Like, I'm thankful that I have a house and then I have food mm-hmm. and I don't have to go try and, you know, scavenge the grocery stores for some leftover eggs. Fight and... for toilet paper. Yes, fight for toilet paper. <laughs> and so I feel like it's so important to look at the gratitude, you know, and what we're grateful for through this time. And I was looking the other day at this survey and it was conducted in like I don't know if that's the right word conducted research in yeah. fall of 2017 so it's a little bit out of date but it was talking about where people find meaning in their life and family was the top thing but under family was career and then money and so mm. 34% of people said that career was where they found meaning and 23% of people said money was where they were looking and though what startled me the most was both of those things were over spirituality and over faith and religion and I feel like in this time it's so important to not look for money and not look for career because those things are going to be constantly changing and they're temporary whereas if we look to God and if we look to our faith in this time that's not going to change because God remains constant he's the same yesterday today and tomorrow definitely yeah that's crazy just because there's a lot of fear over things like the stock market and people losing their jobs right now and for people who fit into that category on the survey I mean that's their whole life if that's what you think you're living for then what happens when that goes away you know so I think it's really important and kind of eye-opening during this time to really see like where's my where's my hope and where's my security and where should it be I mean, are you looking at the news and statistics or are you reading your Bible and looking at devotionals? You know, I mean, it's such a different situation when you switch from these fickle, just not promise to last forever things and put your faith in God. I feel like being in quarantine and having a bunch of things getting canceled kind of gives us Mm -hmm. an additional opportunity to kind of grow closer in our relationship with God. And it's times like these where it's so hard to see the faith side of things but it's when it's most important to see the faith side of things definitely yeah so monica and i actually go to the same church and i think about the time that this whole thing started really picking up they canceled um actual church services because the state of colorado has a new rule that you can't have gatherings over 250 people now i think it's in a lot of places yeah, that's true. It's in a lot of places, but I know for us, it's 250, and now it's down to 10, I think. And it's yeah. recommended that you just stay at home altogether just to, what are they saying, flatten the curve faster. Yes. If you can't tell by now, we're not doctors or scientists, <laughs> like I said earlier. But um, we do know a little couple facts about the virus and what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah, trying but to anyway, spread. Yes. Yep, exactly. But church got canceled, which means youth group got canceled. And I think it's just been a cool lesson to learn, but also a really hard one that the church isn't a building, it's people. And so doing things like watching the live stream on TV with your family on Sunday morning, I mean, things like that to still be connected is really important during this time. Yeah, if this had happened, like if we think of this had happened like five years ago or even just a couple years ago, I think how harder it wouldn't it would have been on top of the struggles that we're already going through now with this virus. I feel like because we don't we wouldn't have had online church and live streams and this technology mm-hmm. that we have now to I guess be united even though we're not 
in the same room in the same sanctuary together it's still really important to keep in mind that we are still a church and it's also more of a time it's a pivotal point to to invite people to church in this time I feel like because it's so easy now with online church you can just send a link to somebody and like Mm -hmm. I always ask myself why don't I do that more to my friends that maybe are non-believers when it's so simple yeah and I mean it's hard to have those difficult conversations with people who aren't of the same faith as us but it's so important because I mean you look at people who are Christians and how they're handling the situation versus people in the news and some politicians that are just it's mass chaos for everybody right now and so I think just being a good friend and saying you know I I want you to feel the same way I do about this and I want you to see this hope that I have so I think it's really important like Monica said just share a link I mean it's as simple as that it doesn't even have to be your church if your church doesn't necessarily have online capabilities of doing things right now um, there are several big churches, like I know Life Church is one of the big ones. I mean, Bethel probably has several Elevation. online services. Yeah. So it's literally just like the click of a button and you can share this powerful message with people. Yeah. Another point I wanted to make is surrender, because I feel like in times like this, it's so important to not, I guess, dwell on the negatives and dwell on the fear and worry, because that's what the devil wants us to do. He wants us, he wants to steal our thoughts and he wants to just pull us into the negatives and the media and the statistics and the death rates. And he wants, he wants us so much to cling to those things, but we really should be surrendering those things to God because he can handle Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever we give to him. And it's so important to give those negatives and give those those dwellings that the devil wants us to to be thinking about and we have to give them and surrender them to God because God can change them into positives for sure um kind of pulling in some scripture here psalm 23 is a very famous verse and i think it's really a good one for the situation that we're in as a world right now um so i'm sure Most of you are familiar with this one, but it's the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So that's just kind of, I mean, God can speak through the Bible. And I do believe that that's true and possible. And I know a lot of people say that, you know, the Bible isn't relevant, but there's all these verses that prove otherwise. And I think just diving into scripture like that can be really helpful when you're nervous or just, I mean, open up a psalm and read a positive verse can change your whole day. Yeah, that verse talks about dark valleys and we are in a dark valley, but we need to look to the light and look to the Mm -hmm. good parts Um, and we need to come out of this this struggle that we're that the whole world is in basically we need to come out of it you know on the on the end of you know strength and unity together yeah another verse I was looking at was James 5 and it talks about patience and suffering and I feel like this is kind of a season of waiting because this is changing this COVID-19 is changing minute by minute hour by hour day by day we don't know what it's going to look like tomorrow. We don't know what it's going to look like in two months. 
Um, but we know that patience is so important here. And so the verse talks about patience and suffering. And it says, be patient then, brothers and sisters, until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop, patiently waiting for the autumn and spring rains. You too, be patient and stand firm because the Lord's coming is near. Don't grumble against one another, brothers and sisters, or you will be judged. The judge is standing at the door. And it just talks about being an example of patience in the face of suffering. And I feel like that's so important because he, God also doesn't call us to do this alone. In this verse, he talks about brothers and sisters be patient, not just be patient. He talks about brothers and sisters in me, be patient and don't worry about the yield that's to come, but just take this season of waiting and grow from it and learn from it because, you know, the world may be always changing, but there's so much we can learn from these times. Yeah. And I think one of the hardest things, one of the hardest answers from God, you could say, is just um, wait. And I've seen these things before, you know, that God never answers no. It's either yes, not now, or I have something better. And I think that's really reassuring, especially for people who are experiencing some doubt and some fear and even just discomfort in the whole situation. But um, wait can be one of the hardest answers from God, because what does that look like? How long will I have to wait? But I think once you find peace and surrender this kind of fear to God, then that the word has a new meaning. And it's kind of like, I'm waiting, but I'm not waiting alone. I'm waiting with God. I'm waiting with other people. So I think that's also very reassuring. A key during this time to also remember is that prayer is always an option. You were talking about the answers to prayers that God says, like, you know, yes, no, or later, that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. in the same James 5, it talks about the prayer of faith. And it says, is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And it just is so important because prayer is such a powerful thing. If we if we know that we are covered by Jesus, we're covered by his blood, we, we can take refuge in him. And prayer is something that is so important in times like these to pray for our society, to pray for our country, to pray for the leaders, to pray for the doctors, to pray health over our nation, and to pray for just change and to pray that God is here and in in the midst of all of the struggle because God says that we will have trouble, but it's how we handle that trouble that really impacts the situation that we're in and and prayer is one of those powerful things that can impact the situation in a great way yeah yeah that kind of leads into um the next thing of just kind of another verse that I actually wanted to share and I told Monica this over the phone yesterday during a FaceTime call because we're you know following the social distance rules (laughs) but um the verse is Second Chronicles seven thirteen through fifteen, and this is kind of going around. I know it's going around Twitter right now. Some famous person posted this. I can't remember who at the moment, but um, it's the verse that says, "When I shut up the heavens so that there's no rain, or command locusts to devour the land, or send a plague among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways." then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. And so this might just sound like another. That was second. Yes. Second Chronicles seven through seven, 13 through 15. Yeah. So this might just sound like a normal Bible verse, but when you really dive into it, I mean, we had the Australia fires earlier this year in January 
um, which was, I mean, there wasn't rain for a very long time. It burned a lot of the land over there. And then currently, which I didn't know this until recently, currently there's a locust, I don't know what you call it, swarm or whatever, um, going on in Africa. And then the coronavirus pandemic started. So all of these things kind of fit the categories that the verse talks about. And so the kind of debate you could say that's going on right now about this is, well, does this mean God's going to end? Is this the end of the world? Is Jesus going to come back, basically? Because in the verse it says, and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now, I think it's up to um, just personal, however you interpret that personally. But I think just we as a society have gotten so wrapped up in putting our hope and putting our whole lives in the wrong thing instead of putting them for Christ. And so it's, if you pray for repentance, I will forgive you and I'm going to heal your land and forgive your sin. And I think that's so cool because one, we don't know what God's talking about necessarily. It doesn't say specifically what his plan is, um, which goes back to the whole waiting thing. But it's really cool just that, you know, we're going to pray for forgiveness and trust that if this verse is what, it says to be, then God's going to come and heal our land, which I mean, yeah. So I think that's just a really cool verse and something cool that I've seen recently. Yeah. We don't know when Jesus is coming back. Nobody knows, but we, what we do know is that we can pray and we can put our faith and our hope and we can devote our lives to, to God. And in doing that, he will, he will heal us, whether that's figuratively or, or literally. Or literally, because there is coronavirus going around currently. Um, yeah, so I just thought that was cool and kind of very prevalent to what's going on in our world right now. It's kind of cool to just see, like, what I said earlier about the Bible being relevant. Like, this is exactly what's happened so far in 2020. Um, so I'm very excited to see how this evolves throughout the rest of the year and how God uses this for good. Yeah, it's all still developing. Another mm-hmm. thing we wanted to touch on was um, how impactful praise is during this time and, and worship yep. because worship and praise can transform. And we really believe that Lauren and I, we like music and we, we enjoy songs and all that they can <laughs> say. Um, so we have some song requests through this time yep. that we'd love to share with you all. Yeah. So, and I think the cool thing about this is these are songs I listened to before this even happened, but um, I feel like music can almost evolve within itself during a certain time and it can fit multiple situations which is like what Monica was saying praise is so important because you know we're not only kind of praying to the Lord in a way but we're also just kind of resting in something that's peaceful and reassuring instead of what's going on in the news right now yeah I believe that too because we're all in different seasons of life and Mm -hmm. music and words even if it's a bible verse it doesn't necessarily have to be a song but worshiping in that way can can speak to you in different ways depending on the season of your life and so these are the season of our world right now is kind of chaos (laughs) but um the thing that we have to keep in mind is to not fear to have peace and to put our hope in god and so these are some songs that that we were listening to and we found that really speak to the season that the world is in right now yeah, so we have a little list of just a couple that if you want to add to your Spotify playlist or your iTunes, however you like to listen to music, I think they're really good and really speak to what's going on right now. So the first one that we have is All My Hope by Crowder. 
Um, it's really good. It's kind of upbeat, kind of has like a gospel feel to it. And so it's one of my favorites and has been for a while. We sing it at praise team at church a lot. So it's just kind of cool um, how it fits. The-, um, the second one we have is Fear Not by Christine DeMarco. I think that's how you say her name. Um, and I think she's actually part of Bethel. I could be wrong on that, but that's also a good one. And um, yeah, really speaks to me a lot in this season. The third one we have is Fear's a Liar by Zach Williams. And I actually saw this one in concert a couple years ago. It was really good. And it's still really good and still really speaks to um, what's going on in our world right now. So I definitely recommend that one. Um, and then our last two are Peace Be Still by The Belonging. And I believe Lauren Daigle's also featured in one yes. of the versions of that song. Yep. So that's a good one. And then the last one is No Fear by Lainey Redman. So all of these kind of just speak to... Like I said, what's going on in the world right now, and they're just kind of offer peace. Some of them are more upbeat, and some of them are very kind of peaceful and calming. Um, But yeah, I would definitely recommend. I feel like praise is also powerful because we all connect to to God in different ways. And I know that Lauren, you're more musically, you're you devour music more, (laughs) Um, and so I feel like we all just we can all be transformed by the word of God in different forms. Yeah, for sure. And hey, if you're looking for something to do while you're while you might be bored during this time, if you can play an instrument or want to learn how to play an instrument, there are several websites that you can look up chords to play along with these songs. So if you want to learn one of these songs, that would be super great and just, you know, another fun way to pass the time cuz who knows how long we'll be here for. Yes, cuz we're all um just looking for something to do. Yes, we are. <laughs> And then um, another thing I wanted to share, so our goal for this podcast is we hope to share kind of a verse of the day, in a sense, but um, more a verse for the episode, depending on how frequently we're posting. And so we just found this one a couple minutes ago, really, and just think it really speaks to everything we've talked about so far. It's also one of the more famous ones, and it is 2 Timothy 1.7. Um, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Um, that goes back to what we said way early in the episode about, um, you know, opening up your Bible instead of listening to the news and not ignoring the fact that this is present right now, but also just acknowledging the fact that God is there amongst the midst of all of our struggles and all of our concerns. Yeah, because it's not toilet paper and hand sanitizer that's going to offer us a sound <laughs> mind, but it's yeah, it's God and what he has to say about all of this that is truly going to offer us a sound mind. Yeah. Have you seen the, there's like a picture going around the internet right now of a guy holding up a sign that says, trust Jesus as much as people are trusting hand sanitizer. And while it's funny, it's so true. I mean, it's really, you know, people are buying all the hand sanitizer and all the toilet paper and those things aren't going to protect us. Those things aren't going to be what we want to, you know, really invest in because the only thing that can really save us for all eternity is Jesus. And that's kind of the important thing to focus on. So while it is kind of funny and just funny to laugh at, um, it also has some truth to it. All right. Well, talk about Jesus and God Yep. and faith Some heavy stuff and also some comedic relief, you could say. For sure, for sure. But we also know that you guys are all probably 
sitting here listening to this, and you may be bored, shocked mm-hmm. in this time. So, we have some beat the boredom tips from teenage girls, <laughs> aka your gals. Us. Yes. Yep. Um, I feel like I kind of honestly let my um, thoughts get kind of dangerous, because <laughs> I've been thinking about, like, dyeing my hair in this time, or trying dramatic makeup looks, and that's always um, an option. Hey, you know, this but is the time to do that. that's the best option. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going to do it, this is the time to do it, because, you know, you don't have to worry about school, for one. Um. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to worry about it looking stupid and then you end up going five places that day because you can't go anywhere. So if you're going to do it, now's the time. Yes. Some other things we have are, and these are things that we found online or came up with ourselves, bake a cake. You know, if you have the ingredients, I know me, for some reason, we always have like one box of cake mix sitting around our pantry. I have no idea why. We don't ever really bake a cake, but we usually have that sitting around. So if you're like me, yeah, if you're like me, put it to good use and make a cake. Um, And then if you don't like cake, you can just decorate it and throw it away (laughs) or give it to a sibling, you know, just come up with something fun like that. Um, Other things we can do, like I mentioned earlier, me and my sister have been crafting lately. Um, I also mentioned learn a new instrument. So there's a lot of I mean, let's be grateful that we live in a world of technology and YouTube because you can YouTube tutorials on how to learn a new instrument and things like that. So actually, yes, go ahead. I have an idea. You could learn how to make your own lotion because our hands are so dry. There you go. Look it up. I'm sure Pinterest (laughs) has something. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, Pinterest is a great one to look up things to do. Also, tie-dye a shirt. Watch a classic movie. Any of these things that, you know, we don't normally have time for. And on a more serious note, read your Bible. That's one of my goals is to do more morning devotionals, to read more um, just uplifting books and more Bible verses in general, because now I have the time to do that, where before at school, I always would put that off because I would get home and do homework. So any of these things that you've been putting off, now's the time to do that, because We don't know how long it's going to last, and while it could last a really long time, we hope and pray that it's going to be, you know, a shorter period, and my my goal is to not look back and regret not doing something, because I have all the time in the world, and, you know, I could have done it then. Um, Another thing I've seen kind of going around is these indoor picnics. Have you seen those? No. Like, set up one in your living room. Just get a blanket out and eat on the floor. That sounds kind (laughs) of weird, but also kind of fun at the same time. Yeah. Um, And then... This is more relatable to me than Monica, I would feel like, because I'm definitely an extrovert, big time. This has been very hard (laughs) for me, just not being able to see people. Um, But there is FaceTime, and praise the Lord for it, because I don't know what I would do without FaceTime. (laughs) Um, I FaceTimed Monica at least once a day for the past couple of days so far. Plan on doing it more. So call a friend and text some people and just, you know be with people but not actually with them because we want to obey social distance rules oh yes i saw this there's this so i follow lots of lettering accounts on my instagram (laughs) and because i love to do calligraphy and stuff but there's this 
um, there's this girl who's going, she's going around her neighborhood and doing chalk art, and they're all stuff that relate to the virus, and I want to do it in my neighborhood because it's so funny. So she did this one chalk art, and it says, it says, stronger together, and then under it in parentheses, it says, about six feet apart, and then there's, like, two, and then with six feet apart, she, like, must have measured, and then she has two, like, spots where feet can go. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I kind of want to do that on my sidewalk. That's actually really funny. I like that idea a lot, Um, which kind of goes into the next thing that I wanted to bring up is that if you can play a musical instrument, I can play the piano and you live in a heavily populated neighborhood. Someone posted on our next door, I think last week, that someone was practicing their trumpet and it just brought that person so much joy to hear, you know, music being played. So how can we also entertain ourselves but also entertain our neighbors and entertain other people because I think the most important thing to remember is that we're not the only people stuck in our house like it's happening to everybody so how can we um help neighbors without actually having to speak to them because that's not really allowed right now but um yes yeah so play your instruments and just things like that that's kind of all we have really for our suggestions but we can get we can get through this together as long as we yep. put our trust and hope and fears in Jesus. Amen. All right, y'all. That is all we have for today's episode. Thank you for listening up to this point. This was our first official episode other than the trailer. Um, so we apologize in advance for any technical difficulties we may have encountered while we're still trying to figure this whole thing out. Um, We wanted to go over a couple of main points from the episode and some announcements before we close out. So the biggest thing that we talked about today is don't put your hope in fickle things and surrender all the fear and chaos in the world right now to God. Um, Whether this looks like praying or reading your Bible or listening to some music that is uplifting and powerful, it can be a great way to just, you know, step outside of everything that's going on in the world right now, which I think is really important. Um... A couple announcements. We actually have an Instagram, and it's at the Galatians Podcast. Um, we also have an email, which is kind of confusing, so get ready to get your pen out. It's the.galatians.ml at gmail.com. You can use both of these sources to DM us or email us or comment on whenever we post on our Instagram. Any suggestions that you have for our next podcast, um, expect that to come out I don't know, maybe next week sometime, sometime soon. We'll keep you posted. And we might talk about things such as our online school experience. So that should be very exciting. (laughs) And that is all we have for today. Yes, don't forget to trust God in times of uncertainty. Have a great day and don't forget to share your light and praise the Lord. See you for our next episode. Bye. Bye!